welcome to another episode of Relatively Speaking, the podcast where all fandoms collide. This is Matt. I'm Amanda. I'm Brian. A.K.A. Crimson. Yep. Yeah. Check them out on the gram. Crimson underscore RX. But anywho, enough of the plugs. Um, Amanda, you want to lead us off with your K-pop corner? Uh, no, you you go first because we missed the the big thing last week. So I'll let you start that off. Very well then. Well, as many of you probably already know out there, and if you're a comic book fan, MCU, or just a film fan in general. We lost one of the greats uh, here from our home state, actually. Chadwick Boseman has passed away at the age of 43 from stage four colon cancer. And I got to say, the night that I found out about that, I literally was in a shock, in a state of shock I hadn't been in a long time. I did not see this coming and it hit me like a freight train. Uh, I guess going back to his first uh, major role in a film as a lead was 2012's uh, 42, the story about Jackie Robinson. And if you watch that movie from there, you knew that this, this man was destined for greatness. Uh, pretty much every role he was a part of or led was a box office hit and not only that but he met each role with you know heart and uh the type of class you expect from a a-list actor maybe he never won you know an oscar or one of those higher awards like that but i'd say his career you know speaks for itself as far as awards and recognition go you know he he transcended that and uh just rest in peace to a legend uh it's hard to find words for it still but anybody else care to chime in i think you summed it up pretty well actually i appreciate that amanda any thoughts yeah i mean it's it's a loss, and I think it kind of threw everyone off guard because he was so private. Like, no one mm. knew that he was sick. No one knew that he was struggling. So when it comes out that he's passed away, it's like, wait a minute. I didn't even know he was sick. You know, no one knew yeah. anything. And I think that's why everyone's just so... Of course, you would have been devastated... Oh, if yeah. it happened and you knew what was yeah. going on. But the fact that no one had any idea, I think that also just throwing everyone off, especially like people that worked with him and, you know, had no idea. And it's it's just, it's a huge, huge loss. Another piece of information that came out recently was, uh, I don't know if y'all heard, but Marvel did know, but they didn't know oh. until the day before he passed. So it was Whoa. really by cool. So they knew, but they knew 
near the end. Yeah, basically. Well. Nobody knew. Like, he kept that strictly in his family. And I I respect him for that because now looking back, like, you know, people would have judged him differently as an actor saying, you know, he's sick and whatnot. And, you know, why is he doing these roles maybe? But I I honestly believe he thought he could have beat it, though. And that's why he was able to do and keep going for so long with such a, you know, fatal... Uh, a disease. So, yeah. Uh, but a quick question to pose from this. Do you think it's too soon for, and many fans have started to talk about either recasting or passing on the mantle of the Black Panther? Uh, yeah. A lot of people are saying Shuri. Some people say maybe he could be recast and other fans believe that you should just tell off the character and no more Black Panther, period. Any thoughts and opinions on it? I honestly don't know what they're going to do. Like, it's just like hard to say, like, are they going to end up replacing him or not? Or mm-hmm. like, just like taking away the whole thing altogether? Because it's like, it's hard to say now because you can't really like start like hosting like, um, like casting events and like all mm. this recording and production of new stuff. Right. So this can't be done right now. Yeah. yeah that's true. That's... Amanda, what would you want to see? Jeez, I don't even know. Um... Do you think well, Tisha Wright would serve as a replacement for the mantle of uh, Black Panther? I've seen a lot of uh, things I've searched on the internet. A lot of female fans would be for it. Uh, some of the male fans have said they aren't for it. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. What do you believe is the right decision? I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like it's a hard question. Yeah? I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a branch and you know, state my my opinion here. I think, well, first of all, we don't know what Chadwick may have set in place or, you know, possibly told his family to, or, you know, his family to tell Marvel his wishes for his character going forward. Maybe that'll all be revealed soon. But I feel like because, you know, what he represented was so great and whatnot, maybe... You want that story of T'Challa to be concluded in some fashion. So I, I'm i not totally opposed to a recasting. I know it's still fresh. And maybe that sounds like the wrong thing to say, but that's just, I don't know, kind of what I'm thinking right now. I just feel like Chadwick would want T'Challa's story to be concluded. And whether that's right or wrong, that's just what I believe right now. But at the same time, I don't think any fans would really, a lot of fans probably would still be opposed to that. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's tough, like you guys said. I have no idea. But the r- rumors out now is that Marvel's in disarray over it, so they don't know what to do either. Yeah. 
They are so confused. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I really don't even think he even thought about, oh, I want this person to do it. Or, you know, I don't even think he was even thinking like that because. True, true. Like, you know, like you said, he was probably thinking he could survive. And yeah. Um, so I really think, you know, his life and all that is way more important than figuring out who's going to mm-hmm. take on the Black Panther role. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like it is what it is. Whatever they decide to do is what they decide to do. Um, but I think they do need to pay respects to him in whatever film they do next and just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and I've also heard rumors that they're, if this is true, they're planning to kind of take T'Challa out of the comics and kind of give him a proper funeral and a storyline they're doing as well. So. I don't know if they'll adapt that into the movies or even when that's going to release out in print and digital, but that's the rumor story that they're going to be doing next in the wake of uh, the passing of Chadwick Boseman. So we shall see. Going forward, it's going to be a tough road. and Man, it's just still, it's just still hard to process. But um, yeah, man, he 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 lived his life uh, to the fullest, I believe, and made quality content. And he wasn't stereotyped as a black actor, which I believe is very important, and that's just awesome. All right, Amanda. Oh, how do you go on from that? Jeez, I know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh... Well, this is a completely different turn, completely different topic, but K-pop world, um, mm-hmm. BTS had their number one song on Billboard with Dynamite. It was their first number one on Billboard. Um, they had always wanted that, and it finally happened. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that was a big thing that happened <laughs> last week. I gotta say, that song is definitely growing on me. It's kind of uh, the jam of the summer, I believe. Yeah, interesting that you should say that. Um, so yeah, that that was pretty big. Um, and also, they release like they they've been in like a partnership with Hyundai, the Korean car company, you know. And makes sense. Yeah. They've done ads and things with them, but they released a song that goes with like this car. Mm. And, like, there's a commercial for it, and it's like the best song ever. And it's not even like it's just a commercial, but it's amazing. It's an amazing song. So, has no business being that fire. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, it, I, I didn't expect that, but it was really, really good, and it makes you want to buy the car. It's like, energy efficient and all that stuff. I don't know. I need this car, huh? <laughs> yeah. If BTS is driving it, it's good marketing. So, another win for the most popular um, I don't want to call them a boy band. It's called a group. Yeah, yeah the most popular uh, singing group in Korea. No, the world. Jeez. Oh, my bad, the world. 
the world. <laughs> In Korea. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to all of our Korean, South Korean listeners. I don't know if you can listen to North Korea because reasons. But yeah, I apologize. They are the most popular group in the world. And is Blackpink a close second, Amanda? Yeah, I mean, Blackpink's probably the most recognizable K-pop girl group. Um, They had another song Mm. they released with um, Selena Gomez. It was called Ice Cream. I don't know. To me, it felt like a Western song instead of a K-pop song. But that's just me. I was trying to reach that market. Yeah. Yeah. Have that BTS effect, as they say. I mean, they'll, they'll do fine regardless of anything. So I don't hear people talking about them as much as BTS still, though. Let's just be honest. I mean, I, I, mean, don't, still I don't think they're ever going to catch them. I mean, they, they get a lot of views. They have a lot of fans. Like, Okay, but do they do BTS numbers? Yeah, I mean, they were the first K-pop group to hit bill, a billion views. Oh, okay. Oh, I stand corrected. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I'm going to back down. Yeah, they, they've got power. They've got power. Is Red Velvet as good as them? Okay, when you say good... <laughs> Don't even no, because I prefer oh. Red Velvet to Blackpink because I prefer their music and all of that. Oh, in terms okay. of like numbers, of course, I said Blackpink gets the most popular, but yeah. Don't say oh good oh. God. Okay, sorry, I used the wrong adjective. I I sincerely apologize. Jeez. I prefer Red Velvet as well. Blackpink seems a little too poppy for me. I'm gonna be honest. Well, I just think they just need more music out there for people to really grasp them. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Hmm. True story. Very well, then. Anything else, man, in the K-pop corner? Um, no, that, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. How's Jay Park doing, though? Um, He's been doing a lot of things with his other labels. Still rapping? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got, got a new EP out. out. I mean, he's got he's got like a group project coming out with people on his label. Oh. Um, so yeah, go check it out. Oh, and what about Dean? Dean. Um, still, he's released things here and there, but not like a full album or anything yet. So is he going through like writer's block or something? I don't know. He's just kind of doing his own thing because he started a label and I don't know. Everyone's process is different. Oh, he's trying to make that money. Yeah. Generational wealth. I see you, Dean. Keep going, sir. And uh, shout us out on Twitter, Dean, if you're listening to the podcast. Mm. 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 I think he listens, Amanda. Yeah, no. I think he does. I think BTS listens secretly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Believe it. Well, Brian, do you have any news? <laughs> um Yeah, I guess. Um Woo-hoo! they're porting over a bunch of old Mario games to the Switch. Oh, oh, I, I heard about that yesterday. I'm extremely unimpressed though. What 
Well, how come? Because they didn't upgrade any of the graphics at all. Oh, all, all the games look the same. It's literally just ported over. And if you wanted to, you could just get an emulator. It's literally no, makes no sense. To, or you could just play on the original console. It doesn't make sense to put it on the Switch. What we wanted was a Smash character review. And if we did get good old Mario, we would have wanted like a like a refurbished version of the games. They did Galaxy, 64, and Sunshine. This is what I saw. And like they didn't even upgrade any of the graphics or anything. They just ported it over. Wow. I was just like, wow, it still looks bad. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to play that. I can just play it on the GameCube or a Wii. I don't want to. I don't need it on the Switch. Did they up? Did they um? I guess port over the old NES games too. And that's yeah, of course. The um, there's um, two Mario free World. apps mm-hmm. where you can play like a ton of NES and SNES games for free. Mm-hmm. Like old, all the old Mario's, Contra, like all, all of it, all of it. Like it's a ton of games oh, on awesome. on both. I gotta get one of those. Oh boy, that's when I first started playing games. That's yeah, it's on the Switch, and it's in the App Store for free. Ooh. I'm slightly interested now in getting a Switch. Ah, I see. I don't know. <laughs> Just to play the retro games. Yeah, I'm all about the retro. Except for Super Ghouls and Ghosts. That is an evil game and no one should ever play it. Oh, man. You hit it with that much passion, huh? Have you ever played it? No. Can't Don't. say that I have. Oh, my gosh. If we ever have... Oh, I gotta invite Uncle Mark on here. I'm not sure if he beat it or not, but I saw him play it many a time. My goodness. That game is infuriating. Uh, all right, that's it for the Matthew is triggered by retro games corner. I mean, um... <laughs> if I did have to guess a new character, I'm I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a Mario character, and it's um, I'm thinking um, uh, Boo, like the ghost Boo. Oh really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it's gonna be. What makes you conclude that? I don't know. It's just a sneaking suspicion that it's just something they'll do. Because mm-hmm. they already added to their like inteenth Fire Emblem character that no one wanted. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I saw that too. It's like new Fire Emblem character coming to uh, Smash Bros. Um, Banjo Kazooie. Um, yeah. Terry. Joker. Wow. Um, Min Min. Min Min. I just have a sneaking suspicion that it's just going to be a Mario character. You may be right. Boo would be an obscure choice, but... Or Waluigi. Well, who knows? I like that decision better. Like, he's kind of a niche fan favorite, so Waluigi would be a good choice to me. You know, just to kind of like even out the Wario, Luigi Mario. Yep. Or Boo. Or just, Boo. Yeah. yeah. You don't but, think there's another Sonic character? Um, 
I don't think so because with a lot of that, if with non Nintendo things, it's a lot more hassle. So I don't think they're gonna like go out of their way to like add like a non Nintendo character again. Mm. I just don't feel like that's something they'll do. Uh, I really want Goku, but they're like, oh, no anime characters. Wait, isn't, but isn't Fire Emblem second? Never mind. No, it's a game. But it's based on the aesthetic. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, the game is like goes way back. True, 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 true. No anime characters. Discrimination. Discrimination. Oh boy. All this right. is a punch, though. Yeah. We shall see. Amanda. Yeah. Let's move on to our next topic, please. Our first topic. Ah, yes. First yeah. topic. I first. apologize. <laughs> um. Well, I think this is one that you um, were talking about, and I mm. think you can explain it better than me about what's going on with John Boyega. John Boyega. Yes, yes, yes. Recently, he let his grievances be known in the British GQ magazine that released about five days, a week ago now, I should say. Basically, my guy is really mad. And you know what? When I look back at it now, he has every reason to be ticked off at Disney. When you go back to 2015, the first trailer for The Force Awakens, you know, he he was the first quote-unquote black character to be advertised as one of the strongest, um, I don't want to say superhero, but, you know, one of the strongest beings in the star wars universe like he he was promoted as having a lightsaber and being a main character that's never happened before you've had side characters that were kind of like you know he was on the main ticket and after that it, it just went downhill and i got a quote of what he said here and i'm not mad at any of it So, in the article by uh, British GQ, Boyega states, nobody else in the cast had people saying they were going to boycott his movie, Force Awakens, because they were in it. Nobody else had the uproar and death threats sent to their Instagram DMs and social media saying, black this and black that, and you shouldn't be a stormtrooper. Nobody else had that experience, but yet people are surprised that he's, you know, upset and frustrated at his, you know, his treatment during his run uh, with Disney Star Wars. And it's just, it must be maddening to him in the back of his mind, knowing that he was basically advertised as a main character, but it played out he was just a prop to uplift, you know, the main, really the two white characters to bring them together, uh, played by Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley. Uh, The first movie tricked the viewers into thinking that it was going to be Finn and Ray in a sort of I guess it was supposed to be like yeah it would have been Disney's 
and Star Wars first interracial couple on screen. But I think they got too afraid of it at the last minute and put her with a bad boy. And it felt like a Twilight sequel movie that, you know, a bunch of teenagers would probably like. And I'm not hating on that series. I'm just saying that's that's what the aesthetic was and how it played out in the movie to me. Uh-huh. And then half the time, all he's doing is yelling after the main female character every time something bad happens to her. So it's like every 20 minutes he's yelling, Ray, Ray. And you go back to 2015, every time you see these instances, he was promoted to be the main guy. He was supposed to be a Jedi. But then they finally brought that Jedi stuff up back in the last movie, The Rise of Skywalker. But he didn't get a lightsaber. He didn't even use the force. He just kept saying throughout the whole movie, I got this funny feeling. (laughs) It's implied that he could possibly use the force, but it was never displayed physically at all. Yeah. And then I think he has one more quote where he... uh, kind of reference this and Boyega states you knew what to do with these other people but when it came to Kelly Marie Tran who was treated awfully during the last Jedi promotion because she was Asian and a lot of people talked about her weight as well I remember I mean she's not she's not obese or anything just or just body shamer a little weight yeah like that's just her shape but all right, what was I saying? When it came, oh, you knew what to do with these other people. Like he said, this is public knowledge and they know it too. But when it came to Kelly Marie Tran and John Boyega, you know, F it all. Mm. I hate to see so I, it. Yeah, so basically what I think is going to unfortunately happen going forward is Star Wars is going to probably treat their actors of color better in prominent roles but what sucks is John Boyega and I guess to a lesser extent Kelly Marie Tran had to be used as you know guinea pigs in the process for a better future for other actors and the most popular franchise in cinema history that's just a fact like and this could I mean I just this messes up people's careers when you do a bad Star Wars movie. It can, uh, I just hate it. And it's unfair. Like, I feel like there's really fake diversity in Hollywood because Disney says one thing, but they really do another to you. Maybe that doesn't happen in Marvel, but they're a separate studio. So, I wasn't, I wouldn't expect to see so much racism in the Star Wars community. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Because what it is is you have a lot of older fans that were there yeah. from the beginning and then came around later and you know, that's when Star Wars was just like mostly... I mean, there were like, what, one black person per movie or something like that? Per trilogy, yeah. 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 So, yep. you know, when they put someone who's really supposed to be one of the central three characters they couldn't take it it was like oh my gosh what the heck this is throwing off everything he's just supposed to be in the background and he's it's like they fumbled they had something they could have just really developed them i just like there was no purpose for finn in the films no ultimately there wasn't so 
like I think if you take them out of the movies, it doesn't affect Ray's story, who wound up being the central focus. When you promoted it, Disney, as being about Finn, every movie trailer, even up to the last act in that movie, you saw examples of him using a lightsaber in the movie, fighting the main antagonist, and then you give it to another character. I was gonna say, like, I remember the trailers for the movie, and I like I saw like nothing but him. Yes. I, thought, I thought he was the main character. Mm-hmm. No, sir. No, sir. He wound up being basically a caricature. Because, like, I was just like, who's this other girl? I was just like, what? What's going on? And then, yeah. and then I see clips of, like, the movie, and he's, like, rarely in them. Yep. Bingo! Yep. Hit the nail on the head, sir. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. So I you have your third party to in look of what I saw, and I'm like, uh, what's up with this false advertising? Yes. yes. You remember the movie Pixels with Adam Sandler? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it's like that, where Dang. the trailer is literally just the giant Pac-Man. Yep. And then, like, oh my God, it's this planet-sized Pac-Man that's gonna destroy the world. But then, like, the movie is completely different from that. And Pac-Man's, it like, really was. is, like, 15 minutes of the movie. And, like, I didn't even see that movie in theaters. I saw it, like, when it was on, like, TV or something. Because, like, even, like, the poster for the movie is, like, Pac-Man the size of a skyscraper. Oh, you know what's really messed up? Speaking of posters, for the Force Awakens movie, you have the Finn character on the front with the lightsaber, right? <laughs> but in every other country... Or maybe not every other country, but in some countries, I know some Asian countries, mm-hmm. they photoshopped him down to where you could barely see him. Yeah, that was terrible. Or blew up, but blew up the white characters though. Yeah. And I'm just like, so how can y'all? How can Disney say they're diverse when they're just as racist as some of their fans, really? When it comes down to it, like let's call so it so blatantly it is. too. Yeah, like they try to cover it up by saying. These little promotions about, you know, feminism. We have a female lead. The force is female now. All this stuff. But you're leaving your black and Asian characters behind with all this frustration and all this animosity from every angle. And it's just, uh, you're just as bad as your fans. Like, uh, George Lucas would have never let this happen. No. <laughs> he would have went with what he would have went with because he goes with his ideas whether yeah. you like it or not. I mean, especially with George Lucas, like, when you have Lando and Mace Windu from the other trilogies, like, they were integral parts of the story. Like, they might yeah. not have been, like, main, like, the like, central three or whatever, but they were, like, yeah. you know, part of the story. Yeah. Um, and he didn't promote them that way either, so I can't fault him. Yeah, he just did what he did with it. he he get he served those characters to the story, mm-hmm. and it didn't feel you didn't feel any kind of pandering. You didn't feel like it was forced. It just it was what of it was. Of course, he could have always done better. We could have always had more representation. Um, oh, absolutely. But I think over time, like especially when he did the movie Red Tails, you know, oh yeah, or the Tuskegee Airmen, like nobody mm-hmm. wanted that movie. No, Nobody wanted it, but he fought for it, you mm-hmm. know, with his own money. So it just goes That's to show right. you, like, 
if you're willing to fight for something, you can make it happen. But Disney wasn't willing to fight to make John Boyega, you know, treated with respect. And Kelly Marie Tran. So. Can I ask you guys a question? Why do y'all think that is? Um, Major billion dollar company. You know the answer. Money. Money, huh? Money, racism, all that. Okay, so why do you think Disney tries to hide behind this veil that they are this progressive entity as a business when it's not a, you know, a case they're not gonna be like, oh my gosh, we don't like this or we don't, you know, they're not going to say that. They're going to claim that they're inclusive and all that, but like, they're still a corporation at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, like uh, it's like the same like sort of dilemma, not dilemma, but like situation with the whole Pride Month changing like the company's colors for like the month thing. Mm-hmm. Where like if they know it's gonna hurt their like if it's gonna hurt their stocks and like their like GDP, it, um, they're not gonna do it. They're just they're just too obsessed with their money to do anything that would be morally correct. Dang. Well, if all that's true, then how do you explain that in contrast with the success of the Black Panther and Chadwick Boseman's career? Like, when you look at it, John Boyega wound up being the exact opposite of what Chadwick Boseman It's the people had. behind it. Calculated. It's calculated in the different audience because it's Black Panther. Mm. Yeah. Amanda, what were you going to say? No, I mean, you know, it's different people behind the film, different different setting like everything it's all calculated yeah so unless it's a progressively black character in a progressively black setting it would be hard for a black character to break out in a setting that is mostly dominated by other cultures exactly exactly that dang i mean when you contextualize it it's like hmm that just sucks. Um, I just hope he can bounce back because, I mean, a lot of people that said they were going to call him and hire him, I haven't seen him getting any new roles or callbacks for things, except for this Netflix thing he got coming out with Jamie Foxx or whatever, but that's not a major motion picture. That movie ah. that came out recently? Hmm? That movie that, that came out recently? Yeah. What was it? Um, Power or something? Mm-hmm. And it has starring Jamie Foxx, Tiana Paris, and John Boyega. But otherwise, I think the only thing he's doing is just documentaries. That's all he's slated for. I think he'll he'll pick up in a few. I I, I really think he... He has a future. I mm-hmm. think from now on, he's just going to be more selective yeah. with the things he does. I feel like he's not going to just hop on board some big budget film because of how he was treated. Yeah. You know, it's kind of similar to, I know they're completely different, but like Shia. I was just about like, to say that. <laughs> yeah. Like he kind of shied away from big blockbuster roles and just did like, you know, indie movies and stuff that he was connected to. So I can see him doing something similar. Similar. Yeah. Um, 
That's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh boy. I mean, but it's interesting. Kelly Marie Tran recently got a role. Um, it's like some South um, Asian character. It's like a Disney cartoon, like animated film. She's like the main character. So I was like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, but she's animated, not live action. <laughs> I know, I know. Where she wants still... to be live action. They didn't of course. Even... Another that's... thing that upset oh. me about Rise of Skywalker, they didn't even like continue that storyline because they, they, you know, they did what they did and then they put his character with her character. They kissed at the end of the movie and then they didn't even talk for a minute in the last... Oh, God. This trilogy, <laughs> the more I talk about it, the more it upsets me. That's why I try not to talk about it too much. But, like, they have what? Did they even have a minute of screen time together, Amanda, in that movie? Who? Kelly Marie Tran and John Boyega. <clears throat> that was his love interest. Oh, in The Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, not, not much. Yeah. Um, I'll keep monitoring John Boyega's career and hopefully future success, and hopefully he bounced back from the evil Disney warlords, or at least the movie side of the company. Goodness gracious! How can they get Marvel right but not Lucasfilm? I mean, Jesus. What would you say is bigger? What do you mean in terms of? A company? Uh, yeah, and fan base. Star Wars. Um, Marvel Studios has only been around for over a decade. You say that Marvel is smaller than Star Wars? Yeah, overall it is. It's almost at the same level. I think, like, after this next slate of movies, it'll probably match it. But I still think like their toy sales and everything outdoes Marvel. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And their fan base, <laughs> as toxic as it is, it probably helps contribute to its overall, uh, I guess, the momentum and, you know, how it's always in the news and whatnot, whether good or bad. But Marvel is certainly getting there. Like, they've entrench themselves in it as far as being, you know, a major multi-billion dollar uh, company to be dealt with. I mean, yeah, they're both pretty much a staple. We can show anyone a picture of Spider-Man, they'll tell you right away who it is, or a picture of Yoda, and they'll know exactly who it is. You have to watch neither. Yep. They're right there. I mean, like Marvel Studios, not like Marvel, like the comic book company. Now, if we're talking about that, oh, I meant like Marvel and like Star Wars and like their whole entity, entity, like all of them together. Like, oh, okay. I was talking about Marvel Studios versus Lucas. Okay, so yeah, I guess Marvel as a whole. Yeah, then you can stack that against Star Wars for sure. Yeah, that's why they can do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Let's get leave this uh, sour topic. Amanda, you got uh, our next one lined up? Well, um, 
from one toxic fandom to the next. <laughs> um, the um, dark side of the anime fandom, toxic fandom, number two. Yeah. Hmm. So, you you also mentioned something, Matt. I don't know. I guess, like, what makes, uh, why does it end up being toxic over, like, so many main, like, especially the mainstream manga slash, or manga slash anime titles? How do they end up with such toxic fan bases that I, I just, like, started, like, searching recently because, like, what was it? Yeah, like, I got into My Hero recently, and oh my gosh, the fan base, at least over here in the West is not very nice. Oh my goodness. I'm disappointed. I thought we got past this with Naruto. No, sir. <laughs> I'm like, we're still doing this? Like, some of these, oh my god, I don't even know where to start with it. I don't even, what do you think, Crimson? Uh, I don't interact with the uh... I guess the community enough, but I, uh, I just kind of enjoy what I enjoy on my own. And like, I don't really get involved with the Phantom as per se, but I do end up seeing it from a, like a distance. And then I am, uh, disgusted at times and I'm disappointed with what people do you yes. create, but, but yes. uh, it's out of my hands because there's nothing I can do about it except for look at it from a distance and then try to, you know, disassociate and then enjoy the actual product without, you know, being interrupted. Yeah. Amanda? Yeah, I mean, I feel like every fandom has toxic fans and just weirdness. And so it's like, if you enjoy something, you you just enjoy it, and you find people that think like you and are not crazy. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> crazy. It's just one of those things where it's like when you see it, you're like, okay, y'all just be weird and dumb over there. I'm gonna enjoy it because you know it. I, I try not to let fans yeah. ruin my experience. Yeah, and that's so it can be hard to do if you, I guess, are tuned into it all the time and pay attention to what fans do and say. Yeah. I don't know. I just think about the creators and what they would want. Like, they want people to enjoy their content and that's it. So just enjoy it and move on. Ooh. Like, Yeah. I'm actually glad you brought that up because I was reading about uh, the creator of My Hero. Apparently one of the characters that he gave a name to caused controversy earlier this year. I didn't know about it. Did you know about this Crimson? Oh, uh, no. What are you talking about? He, like, one of the characters' name, it's the bald-headed doctor guy. I forgot his name. Or what his name used to be. Um, I don't know if you're that far along in it. Are you a manga reader of it, or are you just the anime? I used to read the manga. Uh, I got pretty far, but I stopped watching and reading a little bit ago. Did you get up to the villain arc? I stopped at the part with, um, let's see here, that one filler manga with the uh, with the guy that could basically like jump on air, and then his like sidekick 
that could like give him uh, more power by loving him or whatever. Oh, gentle on the bravo, right? Yes. Yeah, that actually caused controversy too for some reason. Oh yeah, I know why. Expound. Huh? Explain. Because this is the little girl. All right. Um, well, actually, she wasn't a little girl. They they, for, they made her explain that she was 21 and he's 30. But, yeah, it looks bad from uh, that perspective. They just didn't do a great job of explaining that. But I'm right there with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, but I see no reason to not read start it up again. But I have to find somewhere to read it at. Oh, um, um, dang! I guess I'd have to send you a link. Huh? I'll find it somewhere. Yeah, true that. But yeah, uh, back to controversy. Like they said, like it was named after some of the name that he gave the doctor was offensive to other cultures of people but it means some the name that he the way he used the name means something in a different language and it just all seemed like a big misunderstanding but a lot of people like spoke out against the author and it actually forced him to change the name of the character and i was like wow that's kind of amazing and interesting i mean i guess i can see how it was offensive you have to look it up. Like his like real name or his like superhero name? No, it's his real name. Cause he's a villain, so he's like the doctor or whatever. Uh, I, I mean, if it's it. something bad, but I guess, mm-hmm. but if it's just like a miscommunication, like no harm, like no harm was intended, like I don't think you're obligated to appease a few people that you know, like call you out on something that you didn't even realize. Yeah, like, I'm surprised that the company apologized, too. Like, it was a big deal. <laughs> and, like, they reprinted it and everything. I didn't, I was like, whoa. Like, I don't know if that's toxicity or or what, but it, it, it happened. I just, I don't know. I don't like to see the vision of the creators be influenced by, you know, the public. His name was Log. Yeah. Uh, as in lump of wood. It's it's strange, man. The fandom is strange at times. Oh, the bald doctor guy? Yeah. From like the beginning? Oh, no, I'm seeing too much. I'm seeing too much. Oh, God. (laughs) You saw too much? Ah, yep. Saw too much. Well, not like enough to like, to like, uh, to like, uh, Mm-hmm. You know, give away anything, but I saw a bit. You saw it, yeah. Because that's think? like that's the doctor from the beginning of the the manga or the anime. Yep, you played the role. And I've seen like I've I watched like a ton of theory videos of like oh the he's the guy that uh, told Midoriya he wouldn't have powers even though he should have had powers if both his parents did. Da 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 da. da. Like all this and the other, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, well, it turns out he is, uh, he's something else. I'll say that. <laughs> Interesting. He's kind of like the Dr. Giro of 
<laughs> my hero to me. But you'll find out that later. Um, I'll start yeah. reading in that case. Yeah, it gets it gets it gets intense. Like it gets dark. But I don't know. Like, do you think the creator's too controversial? Or His name was Log. That's what it translates to. So what was the problem? I'm confused. Because it translates to something else in like Russian or something. Oh. And then some Russian fans spoke out. I think that's what it was. I think they were Russian. That's a bit ridiculous. Yeah, right. Like, just... <laughs> it's, oh, man. Like, man, right. has anything like this ever happened with Sailor Moon? Any controversies? Yeah, we talk about it all the time with uh, how they change, completely changed like the like the homosexual aspect of some characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, especially coming from the dub, like you know, like even well, here's the thing: like Sailor Moon came out in the '90s, so a lot of the issues people really didn't start talking about till later because. You know, there really wasn't any social media back Good then. Lord. I don't think Sailor Moon would have been able to come out today. <laughs> I mean, they are still releasing, like, the... the okay, the re- maybe they would have. Well, wouldn't they? I but feel like they flourish, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially if they stay true to the manga, which they're trying to do now. Yeah. Uh, but the anime and the manga were completely different, even in the English version ah. of the original. Yeah, God, um, it was. You got a full alchemist situation on your hands. <laughs> yep. Oh man, so, I could never get back into it after I saw like that first run of it. I was like, mm-hmm. it what full metal? Yeah, like I saw the one before Brotherhood. I thought it was okay. Uh, you can just pick up on Brotherhood. It basically like carries over pretty much. Yeah, but at the okay. same time, it's it's kind of different. But like it's really good still. Yeah, I mean, I watched a few episodes here and there, and I was just like, "This seems interesting." But um, yeah, back to controversy. Do you think? Oh, I lost my thought. I guess another thing, like I guess, do you feel some characters in manga and anime are over? I don't want to say. I guess another controversy is over-sexualizing of characters. Definitely. Yeah. Does it need to change? Do the creators need to be more cognizant of this, or is it just kind of a staple that's always... You can go back to <laughs> OG Dragon Ball. Oh, my goodness. It was... <laughs> that, sh- that, that series would not survive today. <laughs> I feel the things like... that happened between Master Roshi and Bulma, good God. I feel like some of them kind of mirror real life and that like uh, people just have, you know, kind of sexual body types and some people don't. Yeah, because I feel like the creators, I, I like to think they aren't. They're just like, I don't know how to put it. Yeah, there's there's more than a few examples. Yeah. But I like to think the mainstream ones that make it to the top I, I like to think that those are not, you know, the worst of the worst. But, I mean, you can cherry pick anything. Yeah, I do feel like it does need to be toned down, though, because mm-hmm. 
it's I mean to the point where you can like you can be like oh my god it's it's just getting to one of those parts of the anime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, was yeah, yeah. OG Dragon Ball was bad. Was Naruto too bad with the sexualization? Naruto, it had moments, but like it moments. mainly, it wasn't really like kind of about that. It was, yeah, yeah, it wasn't really about it. It was more like a joke. Yeah, yeah. It was like for like the <laughs> sexy style jutsu. Haha, you're a pervert. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think my hero takes it too far from what you've seen so far, Crimson? I mean, it'll have its moments, but I feel like. Like in like the superhero like kind of like all together like all like American and Japanese like ourselves like oh really sexualized like the female yeah it's, it's like that on both mm-hmm. that's true that's true like it's yeah like, that's not just a Japanese thing. yeah it's in the, you exactly. see in comics and mm-hmm. oh yeah American comics no video games video games talk- Jesus oh, Christ oh my <laughs> grand God. theft anyone it's like. The most insane things that the women wear and do, and it's like, yeah, girl. it's like they're they're, they're mine. Yeah. Like, let me just create my perverted <laughs> vision of a woman, <laughs> and just it, it's gross. Yeah, it's you right. that that's a well, mm. that's true. It is true. I can't argue that. It's also unrealistic for men, too. Yeah, yeah. I don't have washboard abs, America. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> bodies. <laughs> yeah, man. 15-year-old with, with, <laughs> with a bodybuilder. It's, like, unrealistic on both sides. But you know what, guys? Ultimately... I don't know what it ultimately is. Uh, I could say it's just entertainment, but you kind of, you can't, you know. I don't like all that crazy, like, what is it? Hentai or whatever it is. I don't want too many of those influences in mainstream stuff. I understand it's there, but, you know, don't need too much. Sorry, American anime fans, if you don't agree, but. It is what it is. Amanda, bonus topic. Um, yeah, we can do a quick little bonus topic. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Your favorite console, game console. Favorite oh, game. Boy. Yeah. Crimson doesn't have one. <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, that's ironic. Mm, favorite gaming console. Mm. I guess if I had to pick one, it'd probably be my Switch. Yeah, I can see why you said that. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're like saying like all, oh, uh, like, you mean like TV or like. Like your handhelds and like like everything you've ever played games on. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, how about this? Yeah, yeah favorite mm-hmm. one that you do on TV, and then your favorite handheld. Okay, favorite so TV what? console is probably yeah, it's, it's my Switch. 
Um, and uh, favorite handheld? I think the 3DS. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Only because I, like, you were... I did so much with it. And I still yeah. do. I still use mine. Well, I, I traded my old one to GameStop. It was a ter- terrible waste of the that, 3DS. That was like a bad idea. <laughs> but then I, then I bought one from my friend for like $30. Jesus. Yeah, that's a lot. I was going to say that's cheap, but really, I'm just coming well, I mean, I mean, from the perspective I just, of me. I just bought it from him, what GameStop would have bought it from, from him for. So I was like, yeah. I'll give you like $35 and like these brand new iPhone headphones. <laughs> Woo. 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 What, what year was this? Uh, This, no, last year. Oh, buddy. All right. Well, you know what? Fair trade off. You got what you wanted. So it was. A, I felt like it was fair because, like, I didn't give him thirty five. It was like I gave him like equivalent to thirty five dollars. Oh, no, it was forty five dollars because, like, the headphones mm-hmm. are like I think twenty five or something. Yeah. And then I gave him like a fifteen dollar gift card to the movies or something. <laughs> you nice. <laughs> yeah, I think. And then he gave me, but he gave me like his. He gave me his three DS. His really cool traveling case and like five cartridge games yeah that's like, awesome man yeah but uh what i ended up doing was i joe broke my joe broke it and then i got a homebrew and all these other cool applications on it cool yeah it took like two hours <laughs> like ha- half the process was in a different language it was complicated Ooh. sheesh yeah. How'd you navigate through that? A uh, very long tutorial video. My God. It was worth it, though. I can get any Pokemon I want now. <laughs> uh, gotta catch them all, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. I can't, I can't say the name of the website or anything, but yeah, I can. I use Home, and then I use a Bank, and I can get any Pokemon. From my 3ds, off Lord. of Pokemon Y, but like that's some like that generation back. Hmm. I think yeah, I think I've heard of that before. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite handheld? Oh wait, you said handheld. My yeah, 3ds. Uh, <laughs> 3ds, Amanda. Let's go to you. Um, I guess for me right now it's the Switch Lite because that's what I have. Yeah, I only have one game, Animal Crossing. Dude, I've been telling you to get Mario Kart forever. Get Super Smash Bros. Oh, yeah. But I feel like that would be better if we had, like, the the regular Switch. I might buy it for... Well, no, when's the PS5 dropping? I heard you get uh, pre-order right now. Yeah, but see, I always, like, wait three months because they're going to... It's going to be buggy. Hmm. For a while, so yeah, you know what? I might just invest in that switch. <laughs> I might invest in it for Black Friday, uh, Monday. So that's your favorite. Oh, that's probably your favorite handheld too, huh? Yeah. You only have Animal Crossing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been planning to get Mario Kart. Um, 
stuff. I have every mainstream game pretty much now. Zelda 2? Oh yeah, I, that was like one of my first games. I got Breath of the Wild. Uh, not the, that newer Zelda game. I didn't get that one because it didn't look good to me. No, it, it looked doesn't. like it looked like um the Link Between Worlds 3DS game. Yeah. But I have Breath of the Wild, uh, Mario Kart, Smash Bros, uh, Odyssey. Oh yeah. And then I recently got Pokemon, uh, Shield. Shield. <laughs> That's why I went through that long process of getting another Pokemon game. All these I had the paper bank at home. Oh yeah. Yeah, but that was it. But that's why I got it. Ooh. I don't really play Mario Kart too much, so if you guys ever want to like borrow it, you can. Ooh. <laughs> we need to like play online and compete though. I have online. We would have to do that. Oh, I'm having a hard time with my decision <laughs> for favorite console between SNES and the original PlayStation. So many good memories. First time I played Crash Bandicoot. Man, that game is goaded. Uh, what else? I don't know which one to go. You know, I guess I'd have to go SNES. No, no, wait. Maybe the Sega Genesis. That's you have a list, game. too. I mean, like, because, like, the OG Xbox is, like, the first time I played Halo. Ooh. That's right. And I remember playing Crash Bandicoot on the original PS2. Yep. I think they re-released the original on the PS2 as well. Yeah, PS2 was fire. I never got one though. <laughs> that was the first time I played uh, that uh, fighting game too. I can't remember. Um, Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. Yeah, I think I played that. So familiar. I played that on the PlayStation. I'm pretty sure. And like yeah. I was like, whoa! If you hit them hard enough, they fall. They fly out the map, and you go into a new map. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I think I remember that a little bit. I think. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Saw someone play that, but um, yeah, I just man, I guess just out of nostalgia, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with SNES because that's where I play like all the those mainstream classic titles, all your Mario's, uh, you know, Mario, the Mario All Star game where it had all the games in it from. NES up to SNES at that point. Um, Wait, if Amanda would let you, you can play those games on her on her lights because they're free. What's up, Amanda? Huh? Hey. <laughs> huh? <laughs> um. Yeah. So many classics, and then you know I like Sega too as well. The Genesis. Uh, Sonic's one, two, three, Sonic and Knuckles. Just man, just yeah, all the retro consoles. I put them together as one. I had bought, uh, I had deleted them though. I can't remember the name. I think it's like inter- entertainment something, but like you can get the SNES and NES games, mm-hmm. and like they're like apps, but then you go into them, they have all, like a ton of different um original games 
and then uh but i had uh today i just ordered uh, a micro sd card for my switch so i can get more space and i'll probably re-download it smart smart yeah. and maybe did joe break my switch too <laughs> Because I've been looking at uh, like this turbo mode for Super Smash Bros. and it looks really fun. Turbo mode? Oh my goodness! Yeah, there's like uh, there's no like um, movement lag, so you can like just spam a bunch of moves, and you have like infinite jumps. You can't go online or anything like that, but I think it would just be fun to play. That sounds insane. <laughs> it does. It looks insane. Well, wow! Look it up on oh. YouTube. It's incredibly insane. That would probably would that make me dizzy? I wonder. Because I'm so conditioned for the lag. Yeah, there's there's no end lag at all in any moves. Like, you can, like spam like a smash attack over and over and over. Ooh, that would be fun though. That would be fun. Hmm. One day I'm gonna try that. I guess my favorite handheld. Mm. Yeah, I put in a lot of time on the Game Boy Advance. I'm gonna mm. go with that. Many a Pokemon game were played. Oh, and man. the cool thing was, you could play those advanced games if you bought um this connector thing that would connect to your GameCube. You remember that, Amanda? I remember I, that I, uh, for like I, Link Between or uh, Four Swords. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was mainly, I guess, advertised for. But you remember that, Amanda? I do. Yeah, man. Contraptions back then. Oh my gosh, that's oh, the God. only way you can look at Pokemon on the big screen. Yeah. That's how people are starting to. Um, it's like a really long process, but like um, with the Pokemon Home thing, you can get Pokemon from any generation, right? So, like, in order to get their Pokemon off those third-party Pokemon games on the GameCube, you have to use a uh, Game Boy. Wow, I didn't know that. Interesting. Oh man, I remember there was this Dragon Ball Z game on my Game Boy uh, Advance that I had. Legacy. Um, I can't remember. I know there was like a one that went up to the Boo Saga, and then there's one that went up to the Cell Saga. I got that one. I still have it. It's the Legacy of Goku too. Yeah, that one. Oh my god, I played it for so. I played it like like on end, like like. I can't remember how long I spent on the game. And then, like, I went, I got r- extremely far in the game. And then, like, my friend's like, hey, Brian, why are you so weak? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, look at you. It takes you, like, 30 hits to beat one of those guys. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> doesn't it always? I'm like, no, there's uh, attribute points. I'm like, what? There's what? Like, you know, the points you get after you beat every sing- after you beat someone or something? Yeah. Like, you're lying. So this, this whole time, I was like, I was like three fourths of the way through the game, and then they tell me about attribute points. Like, oh, you can put six hundred points into your attack, and you won't be as weak anymore. I'm like, what? <laughs> I've been spending like, uh, cause like, I was like, man, I already beat that game. Why is it taking you so long? Oh, and yeah. they're like, oh my god, you haven't been using these? I was like, no. But see, I don't even know if they were clear in explaining that in like the little. They didn't ways. explain it because I, I didn't know about it. Yeah, I don't think I knew about. Dang, I mean, I guess I was just kind of like, dang, I forgot. I think what it was was that they explained it in the first game, 
and they yeah. just expect you to remember for the second game. But see, I never played the first one. Neither did I. <laughs> I just yeah. had the second one. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, that was a crazy game. I liked it though. Because you, you couldn't use like the, the stronger moves unless you had a higher attribute. I was like, why can't I use the Kamehameha? Or go Super Saiyan? Like it's because your thing is too low. Yep. Yep. Dang, I remember this. <laughs> this is all coming back now. Ooh. Those were frustrating times. They were just, they were completely floored about like how many points I just hadn't used. <laughs> So I'm just like I'm just like walking around base form Gohan and Goku fighting <laughs> these yeah. high level monsters and tenchmen. I think yeah, I think I picked up on it eventually. I would yeah, I remember I was super sent Goku at the same point walking around. But yeah, it it it, it was it kinda sucked. I think the game ends after you beat Fat Boo. I'm not sure though. Uh for Legacy Two, it just ends after Cell, I remember. It started at like, dang, when did it start? I just remember it ended at Cell, because I never, I never fought Boo in that game. I had which one had Boo? Because that's the one I had. It must be the one after that. If there's, see, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm probably wrong. Yeah, well, I got Legacy of Goku too. Yeah, so maybe it's the third one. If there's a third one, there probably is. There probably is. I never played the GT ones. Neither did I. I thought I'm, I'm gonna find it again and replay it. <laughs> Let me know how that goes. I look forward to it. Oh, Amanda, uh, care to chime in? Uh, no, no, yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite handheld, Amanda? Um, from back in the Dizzy. From back in the day? Yeah. Um, hmm. Probably. I mean, I really liked my Game Boy Color because that was like my first game Ooh, wow. uh, console I had that was mine and it wasn't that. <laughs> um, True. And it was, it was teal and I loved it. I still have it. Yep. It's in my um, Pokemon Gold. Uh, carrying case. Dude. It has um that Pokemon on it. It's gold. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Super nostalgic. Dude, your case is still like I was always so jealous of that thing. I'm like, why yeah. don't I have one of these? You never wanted one. Did, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm thinking about that now in retrospect. <laughs> You're right. I never did want one, but I was like, man, that is nice. Yeah. Hmm. You had all your games organized in that thing. It was like perfection. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was nice. You had Mario Tennis and uh, I had like a Powerpuff Girls game. Yeah, you had Powerpuff Girls. A couple uh, TV episodes too that they they used to put TV episodes on the game <laughs> on the, uh, cartridges. I was like, what? True. True. I'm telling you, before streaming, we had to get what we could get. Yep. <laughs> like, Wait, we saw the episode be on the game cartridges. Yep. Yeah. You still have it, man? I think I had SpongeBob or something. Jesus, Mary and Joe. There was only like three episodes, maybe two. I don't that's know. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. I'm a... <laughs> yeah. Back in yeah. the day. 
back in the day, man. Oh my goodness. But uh yeah. Well, any uh any final thoughts from the uh from the group today? Um I haven't had a PSP or PS Vita, but I've played on them before. They're pretty cool. I never played on one oh, of those. Yeah. I remember those. But I remember nobody. Everybody hated the Vita for some reason. Just because they promised a lot of stuff and they didn't have it. Jesus, I saw a meme, but like <laughs> it said, "But we all know black people love the Vita." <laughs> I was like, "Dang, <laughs> wait, what?" It's like a cult. What was favorite? I'm like, "What was this?" I don't remember, but maybe it's true. I do remember mm-hmm. seeing some, yeah, some guys from my age that used to have the Vita. And they were not white. <laughs> Which was like, oh, I don't get it. But that's when I was like pure Nintendo. I was like, I can't buy it with this. Uh, Amanda, any thoughts? Opinions? Um, no, do we have a word of the day? Oh, oh, word of the dizzle. Um... <sighs> Uh, Allocate. Whoa. 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 Define. Uh, Allocate basically means to make room for. Very good. Mm. That sounds like an SAT level word. It's a computer science word, but not really. Yeah. Wow. Like um, when you say, when you get like a new hard drive or something, it's like, oh, you need to allocate that hard drive. Hmm. I like that. I like that. I like it. And sometimes, like, that means to, like, make it official, too. Ah, uh, to make official. Okay. I've also heard, like, allocate funds, like, talking about money and stuff. Allocate funds. So, like, to give out? or Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Like, to, like, distribute. Distribute, yes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Allocate funds. I need some funds allocated to me. All right. This Friday, I should have a new micro SD card and a new SD card for my 3DS. I'd be jelly if I had a 3DS. You could probably get one for not a lot. I think we still. I got the DS Lite still. Like it. I search 3DS eBay. Ebay. I need to sell some art on eBay. Goodness gracious. Oh, well, that's it. Never mind. Uh, the brand new 3DS uh, XL plus 100 games is 249 249 Yeah, for but that says 99 plus games and it's the brand new 3DS XL. Or, oh, no. Brand new 2DS XL. Which is basically a 3ds without the 3D thing, which is which is already kind of useless. So, <laughs> yeah, my like, what's the? I don't care about 3D. I never got the. That's when that was big back then, back in the 2000s. Uh, a lot of these are selling the 3ds and its games, mm. and then some of these are like selling them like not even unpackaged, like uh, brand new, fresh, still in package. With the charger, etc. Some of these have like um, 
bundles. This one is a brand new 2DS Pokemon 20th Anniversary Edition with like a like OG Charizard on it. Oh, like design on it. Seven hundred ninety nine dollars. That's probably the fire red. I got it. I still have it. I bet you it's worth a bajillion dollars. The game. Yeah. Um, let me look it up. Pokemon Fire Red. Man, do you still have blue? I never had that. All right. What? Uh, for what? Um, handheld. Game Boy. All right. See how much it's selling on eBay. Um, uh, Game Boy Advance. I mean, it, it originally came out on Game Boy. Mm, the most I see right now is twenty dollars. Dang. Man. I don't know what to say. I'm sad. <laughs> twenty. I don't know, Matt, because you can just... That's not a high-bit game, you know? You can really just emulate that on, like, a calculator. Yeah, I guess so, huh? Man. I mean, it was like like some special edition type of thing, then maybe. Yeah. Or Or, like, brand spanking new. It ain't brand spanking new. Like, untouched. (laughs) Oh, no. No. None of that. Oh, well. Can't win them all. But, anywho. That's why you gotta Uh, hold on to your games, because you never know. (laughs) Yeah, And your exclusive. Definitely your exclusives. Yeah. I still got, like, a Yu-Gi-Oh card in the wrapper. Blue Eyes White Dragon. In the wrapper? In the wrapper, uh, like that's three. No, it's the three-headed one. I forgot what it's called. I tried selling on eBay once, but nobody like took it. And then I took it down to two dollars. I'm like, what? Mr. Press. Okay. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> um. Oh yeah, man. Keep reading my hero too. Come on. Uh, currently, the pack uh, the pack version of Blue Eyes is reaching prices of over five thousand dollars. What? I just got the one card though. I don't have a pack. Five thousand. I would quit. The- oh, um. Anyway, uh, man, did you have any one one last word to say? I'm sorry. No, I think uh, we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you have a lot of editing, don't you? Um, well, to conclude, uh, rest in peace to the great Chadwick Boseman. Uh, yeah, and man, what a life and what a legacy. And I still look forward to more upcoming features from the great John Boyega. And anime fandoms, come on, don't take it too far. Calm down out there. It's okay. 
It's going to be all right. Crimson. Hello. Yeah. Read my hero today. Uh, that's the plan. That sounded interesting. Get hype and let me know what you think. Definitely. But anywho, for relatively speaking, the podcast where all fandoms collide, we'll see you next time. Bye. See you next time.